Miss Belinda, sitting before her bedroom fire on a certain windy night in January, presented a picture of the most profound thought. A year had elapsed since, with heavy heart and moistened eye. She had bidden goodbye to the child of her care and beheld her drift away with her new friend into a strange and untried life. And now a letter had come from that friend, in which, with the truest appreciation for the feelings of herself and sister, he requested their final permission to adopt Paula as his own child and the future occupant of his house and heart. Yes, after a year of increased comfort, Mrs. Sylvester, who would never have consented to receive as her own any child demanding care or attention, had decided it was quite a different matter to give place and position to a lovely girl already grown, whose beauty was sufficiently pronounced to do credit to the family, while at the same time it was of a character to heighten by contrast her own very manifest attractions. So, the letter, destined to create such a disturbance in the stern and powerful mind of Miss Belinda, had been written and dispatched. And indeed, it was a matter for the gravest reflection. To accede to this important request was to yield up all control over the dear young girl whose affection had constituted the brightness of this somewhat disappointed life, while to refuse an offer made with such evident love and anxiety was to bring a pang of regret to a heart she hesitated to wound. The question of advantage, which might have swayed others in their decision, did not in the least affect Miss Belinda. Now that Paula had seen the world and gained an insight into certain studies beyond the reach of her own attainments, any wishes in which she might have indulged on that score were satisfied and mere wealth with its concomitant of luxuriant living, she regarded with distrust, and rather in the light of a stumbling block to the great and grand end of all existence. Suddenly, with that energy which characterized all her movements, she rose from her seat, and first casting a look of somewhat cautious inquiry at the recumbent figure of her sister, asleep in the heavy old-fashioned bed that occupied one corner of the room, she proceeded to a bureau drawer and took out a small box, which she unlocked on the table. It was full of letters, those same honest epistles which, as empowered by Mr. Sylvester, she had requested Paula to send her from week to week. Some of them were a year old, but she read them all carefully through, while the clock ticked on the shelf and the wind sewed in the chimney. Certain passages she marked, and when she had finished the pile, she took up the letters again and reread those passages, 